1: Hey, what's happening, everyone? Hope you enjoyed this show that's about to come up. Before we get to it, just want to give you all a heads up about Red Men Plus, the ultimate Liverpool streaming service. If you want more Liverpool content, both in video and podcast form, head over to redmenplus.com, sign up, and you'll get even more amazing Red Men content every single day. I promise you will not regret it. It is absolutely fantastic. Hope you enjoy this show.
2: Hey everyone, it's the build-up show. Liverpool are playing again. Never stops, apart from the fact that in two weeks' time, it will. And whether that's a good thing or a bad thing is largely going to be determined by what happens in the football matches between now and then. <clears throat> yes, I'm Paul Machin, and Chloe Bloxham, Dan Club uh, with me to talk about Liverpool-Napoli. Final group game of the Champions League. Liverpool have already secured their place um, in the in the knockout but up for grabs is of course top spot in the group uh, we'll have a little chat around that and whether we think Liverpool should be going for it or not but uh, the point is Danny we are no time to rest no time to sort of recriminate over the results in the league of late um, mm. Yeah, the games are still coming the games are still coming thick and fast they just need to
3: get back on the horse again. Yeah, we need to tr- try to at least, don't we? I think right now that World Cup looks like a blessed release, doesn't it, to be honest. Um, but yeah, you are right, this and that could change, a few wins back to back, which is something we just seem incapable of right now. It's yeah. like one bit of false hope and then we come crashing back down again. But yeah, normally these periods, we've said it a million times, like our, our peak, this when we're at the peak of our powers and we're just relentless, now it just feels like <laughs> Everything's just a struggle, isn't it? Every time we do this, you know what I mean. But there, here we are again, and got a try, haven't we? Yes, we do. Um,
2: it's been a ni- it's been a nice escape. European football of late. I mean, it's. I said this on a couple of shows now, but like we beat City, and then we lost to Forest, and you know, and we and we and we won. We won in, in, in Ajax, and it was it was great. And and then we've lost to lead. Um, <clears throat> and this is a little bit more of a concerning week. This was this was on paper always going to be our toughest week with Napoli and then Tottenham Hotspur to come close. But I mean, this is where this is where we're at now. There's no, there can't really be any more shirking going on. There's there's not that many games left to play after this. We got another week away the football, and then we're all having to figure out what our lives look like and that. And these lads mm. have got to decide what they what they want this. You know this mid-season break to be is it a lot of deep soul searching? It probably will be that a little bit, regardless. But if they can, I think what Napoli represents is uh, an opportunity yet again, I guess, um, to kind of keep 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 the wolves from the door. And, And by that, by that, I mean losing against shit teams or teams that are relegation fodder is really really bad but when you can beat good teams it at least shows that you've got something about you still and that's kind of where we're at this week is that they've got two opportunities there to go and and, uh, to go and really remind the world that they're not absolute mugs I know we've been here before I can hear <laughs> this I can hear it in my own voice uh, yeah hmm. go
4: on how many times have I said oh this could be the, the start this of our season the turning, the turning point. point no um, <laughs> I think it's more annoying at the fact that we seem to be sound against the Manchester Cities. we put in a shift against Arsenal there was a lot of individual errors mm-hmm. and we come out 3-2 it's it, it's more annoying when you can beat those teams and you can't beat the, the so-called smaller teams because if you can do it against the best why aren't you doing it against the teams like on paper you should absolutely you know, go hammer on them. Yeah. Um, and I look at this Napoli game and I just don't even know what to expect from the Reds anymore. It's graft watching us at times. Um, and this World Cup, I, I cannot wait for it. There's going to be a lot less weekends ruined. I can enjoy <laughs> my weekends of footy where I don't need to get so involved in things. Um, as for the Reds, though, I, I guess they've just they've just got to pick themselves up and go again. Um, if they can do that, you know... It, it's one of those where I think the atmosphere has been crap at Anfield as well so far this season. I don't think Napoli midweek's going to help us because I don't think anything's on the line for me. I personally don't. I, I don't care about first at this point.
2: Well, I think that's, I think that's the big debate around mm-hmm. all this because what we've seen, what last week kind of showed us is that we're really struggling to play at a high level two games a week like really really struggling with it and there are obvious exceptions to that the the most recent one being going to Rangers and winning 7-1 and then beating Man City at the weekend Mm -hmm. and I think the obvious thing here Dan is to kind of repeat that conversation and we'll we'll do our 11s in, in part two of course but you know most of us would have put a shadow side out against, well, in fact, no, it was the opposite. Everyone wants to go super strong against Rangers because Mm -hmm. they were going, well, we are going to beat Man City. So like, you know, just kind of throw, throw the city game, but win the, but win the Rangers game. We did what we always do. We doubled down on our normal policy. Mm -hmm. We decided Rangers weren't in our class. So we went, went with a a weaker side and uh, ended up wiping the floor with them. albeit via substitutions in a big way. And then we went and did the business, at, at, you know, playing play Man City. Mm-hmm. This one feels like a bit of a, a, a bit of a flip, where we're kind of like, well, who gives a shit about this game? Because if you're telling me we've got a choice, we've only got a choice of winning one then we'd
3: all be putting our eggs in the Tottenham Hotspur basket because we really can't afford to lose any more ground on them. Oh, absolutely not. No, and I think that's kind of where I fall on it slightly. Like, I'd love to finish top of the group and it's no doubt about it. Like I've said before, in previous campaigns, it hasn't mattered as much. It looks like it's going to matter quite a lot this time. So I really would want to finish top. But there's a, there's an argument to say that even if we did go full strength for this one, like the way we're playing right now against a Napoli side that is cruising Serie A at the minute, arguably the best team in Europe right now coming yeah. to here. So, they have got a little bit of revenge to exact as well from what happened the last time they came to us on a final match day. So, listen, we could go full strength and not get the result we need. It's not just beating Napoli, it's comprehensively 3-0, isn't it? So, yeah. for me, I would be falling on, like you say, we'll come to this later, I'd be falling on that rotation side of things.
2: Yeah, well, just to go through, because you make reference to it there, The um, just in terms of so people understand the permutations of the win, 3-0 will do it. <laughs> Just be just been Napoli three nil. That is yeah, easy, that yeah. easy that. Um, <clears throat> But yeah, eleven different factors that you either consider when deciding how tied teams advance. This is from I uh, work um, from AS. Um, number one is head to head. So points accrued the matches between both sides used to separate teams on points. Goal difference is number two. in Goal difference in head-to-head games between the tied teams. Then goal difference in head-to-head games between the sides in question. Away goals scored in head-to-head games between the tied. <laughs> goal difference in all group stage games. Goals scored in all group stage matches. Away goals scored. Wins in all group games. Away wins in the group stage. Group stage disciplinary record. And then 11 is the current UEFA coefficient. Whoa. Whoa. Um... So yeah, look, it's a bit of a it's a bit of a mess, as we say. This is where we're at. though. is the three nil. Any other season, I'd be going. Yeah, I love the love mm. the challenge because finishing yeah. top in your group is the, the, there's a value to it. We'll go through the we'll go through the the value in that in a sec. But it does it does matter, you know, in in you know from a psychological perspective. But at this point, right now telling us we're chasing a three. What what is what does a three goal chase against a brilliant Napoli side? What's that? What's that stealing from? What pot of energy is that stealing from? I can't see how you can then go and put a big game down against Spurs at the weekend if you have to go hell for leather in, in, on Tuesday against Napoli. Yeah,
4: and I also don't know at, at the current moment if we can stop conceding stupid goals, and therefore if they get one goal, you you don't need to be win by three. You need to win by four or, or whatever it is. So. For me, it, it's one of those where the football stops in the Champions League until maybe February. Mm-hmm. By then, right. let, we'll have players back. Jürgen Klopp, I trust Jürgen Klopp and this Liverpool side to beat absolutely anyone in a two-legged game, yeah. well, tie. I just do. Yeah. So I'm always going to back myself. So yeah, I'd love that You know, second game at home, which is what I absolutely adore, I but I don't care, I'm still going to back my team over two legs, yeah. um, especially, hopefully, with people back from injury as well. And maybe, you know, we can add a couple of signs in January to add to that. So, for me, it's it's not the end of the world. We need top four mm. by every... That is the bare minimum what we need this season. Spurs are already nearly six, eight points ahead of us can't let them go any, any longer and back yourselves in the Champions League with a full squad
2: yeah They're just, just for what it means to us because I wonder whether this will impact people's decisions let us know if you're watching live in the comments what you, would you rather finish first or second just as a straight thing regardless of the energy that goes mm-hmm. into it <clears throat> going into the final group um, the group games in group B Club Bruges are top um, and Porto are second. There's only a point between them, so that could go that could go either way. But that means right now, if Liverpool finish second, Club Bruges are a potential opponent for Liverpool, around yep. the 16. In group C, Bayern have topped that group, uh, five points between them and Inter. So that's that's set. <laughs> so Bayern Munich is another potential opponent for Liverpool. Uh, in group D, Spurs and Sport and there's a point well Spurs and, Sporting and Frankfurt and in could fact be actually, that. yeah Marseille down to six so it could be a whole bunch. But if Tottenham were to come top then we obviously couldn't get them because of country protection Action, but that would um, that t- that there's, there's a knock on ramification of that you're which more I'll, likely I'll,
4: to get by Munich or exactly, something
2: yeah. and the same goes for group a, Chelsea top and that group same sort of same sort of scenario. Group F, Real Madrid are currently top over <laughs> over RB Leipzig. Group G, Man City top over Dortmund. Group H is PSG, Benfica. So if if all those groups finish exactly as is, that means our If we finish second, our potential round of sixteen p- opponents is either Paris Saint Germain, Real Madrid, um, Bayern. Bayern. Bayern Munich, Bayern. Yeah. or Club Bruges. Yeah.
4: Yeah.
2: Which, which one do you want? It, well, that yes, <laughs> I'll have a the Simon Mignolet yeah. Derby if that's all yeah, the same yeah. with everyone else. Like, but to mm-hmm. the point, you've got a one in four chance of drawing Bruges there, and that and that's not actually the case because I, I haven't done the full workings out on this, but there will be other.
4: Yeah, that they it can't it, be like, in the same course. part. Yeah,
2: so, so like, as an example of like, Bayern won't be able to play Dortmund. Dortmund who a second I mean. in, 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 and we'll in. We'll in only be in able to
3: get Real Madrid at some
2: point down
4: they the line. to play Frankfurt <laughs> yeah. either, which is in the same group yeah, as yeah. Spurs, so. Exactly.
2: So that they'll they'll be in a similar boat, and that'll limit the options or push them more likely towards us, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, so that's the consideration, and therefore, as as a result, just 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 for talk sake, if we were to finish top of the group and everything else stayed exactly the same, you're talking Benfica. Dortmund, Leipzig, Milan, Sport and Lisbon, Inter Milan, Porto.
4: Still not great, bro. No, 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 I'm, sorry, you bro.
2: I'm sorry, bro
4: i draw the Porto once again.
2: Yeah, yeah, no, I'm so bored of that. I'd take, I take Sporting. Like, I mean, like, very extreme them. team. Yeah. I, I, there's not one of them teams I, wouldn't, I, would, I would be arsed with us drawing, whereas there's three teams. Inter, I'd
4: be arsed with drawing. Oh, inter. no, I'm not
2: bothered. To the sh- oh,
4: bother I'd me. be bothered with them, me. Would
3: I'm you? amazed that Napoli I'm are as pause. good as they are because I thought we learned last season that mm. Serie A was crap. <laughs> I think it still might be. I think Napoli have really hit on something. Yeah, yeah. I think that's more credit to them and yeah. their managing than anything else. I think Serie A is still pretty average. But Napoli a superb this season. Like. Well, you so, just in terms of how they're going so far. So, yeah, 12 games played mm-hmm. in Serie A so far. The
2: season one ten drawn two, lost none. Uh, they got a plus 21 goal difference, <laughs> just nine goals conceded uh, and 30 scored in their first 12 games. Five points ahead of Atalanta in second, six ahead of AC Milan in third. Yeah, um, good team. Good team, to be fair. Uh, Kvitsa Kvaratskalia, yes. Yes. Um has got eight goals and eight assists in 16 appearances in all comps for them so far. Uh, Osserman, who we obviously rec- re- recognise from the outing there as well. Uh, eight goals, one assist, and then Giovanni Simeone has got six. And in North- What's interesting about Simeone actually is that the um, mass majority, that's actually Champions League, because I think I'm right in saying he's got four in the Champions League so far. And again, one of them being against us coming off the bench because he was that's- very well identified at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, they're a they're a threat, Chloe, uh, and, as, that, and that's I don't know. Just part of me wants to stop feeling like a gigantic shit house on all this, but I don't know. This is I, I I'm also not soft. I can see I can see where our level is this season. Our level is not a team that can win two games two games a week or moreover, they can't win three games in you know in eight or nine in eight or nine days. It really seems to struggle with that. We just don't seem to have the legs or the energy, but. European night at Anfield we've won in worse circumstances um, I don't know I, I, I feel like I, I I can't imagine Liverpool's Jürgen Klopp is telling his team ah don't worry about it because that's just not how they do things
4: you, you can't do that that's a bad mentality um, I, I, from a fans perspective I'm just trying to be realistic first of all Napoli are absolutely flying and for reasons you've just mentioned why Liverpool might want to get first and top spot they're the exact same reasons mm. why Napoli would want to get top spot um, and we could be absolutely unbelievable and we have been unbelievable against Napoli and still only nicked it 1-0 here and there so getting three goals is a big big task against this side especially when you're thinking you can't concede either um, and, and they're flying It's it's two different ends of the spectrum in terms of atmosphere around the clubs at the moment. Yeah. Um, one's absolutely flying, the other had expectations to pretty much challenge for nearly everything and, and is not challenged for anything at the moment. Um, but hopefully it's a distraction. Hopefully they can bounce, but they can be angry at themselves from Leeds mm-hmm. and put it into this game. But my thing is, is you come away with any more injuries. I mean, I know you've got a World Cup coming up, so you could just rest them for that and get them back fit. Um I, I just I think you might lose more given it absolutely everything mm. than you are to just say fit enough. You'll take second place and keep everyone fit, try and do something against Spears and um, I don't want to say all you need is, is one really big win, but if we can get a couple of wins in the Premier League before we go into the break at the World Cup, and then you know you're getting your players back, you know there's a, a January transfer window. Maybe just maybe we can change the outlook and the mindset of these footballers.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's it's just every logic I have and from watching Liverpool just is completely gone out the window <laughs> because I would be saying, yeah, come on, lads. It's- there's four games to go. Mm-hmm. You know? yeah. Let's just go, just do, empty the tank. But I don't know, I, you know, and I, I will never truly know. I guess the impact of the mid-season World Cup, and I don't want to cry on that too much because there's tons of other teams who've got loads of players going the World Cup who don't seem to be struggling in the way that Liverpool uh, Liverpool are struggling with it. But I don't know. Uh, in normal circumstances, I'm sure would be saying that. he'd Be saying you two, you know, you're, you're two weeks away from a holiday. here yeah. just go and pour everything you've got out there. But. I don't know that that sounds like a sound starting point
3: for me we'll have to see whether that actually translates to performance yeah, I, like you referenced it, I'm not sure how much they have got left to give I think that's half the problem Like yeah. you seem to be giving it in sort of fits and starts in games and sort of controlling small periods of games of football you mentioned the Arsenal game earlier there was a period in that where we were really good and we looked like a better team but then all of a sudden we fall off that level And we just capitulate. Teams just pick us apart all too easily. So I think you're right. I think the most important game this week is that Spurs game. Like, listen, we'd all love to finish first. We know that. But it's a difficult challenge anyway. We've already qualified. That's the main thing. And I think you're both right. I think keeping some sort of pace with our top four is absolutely crucial because all the reasons you mentioned about going to the World Cup, the reset, the maybe the January signings that could mean nothing if we lose to Tottenham and then somehow contrive not to beat Southampton next week as well yeah. you,
4: you know what though what I will say is the, the times when we've looked the best this season is when we've been underdogs yeah. Manchester City was one of them mm. maybe maybe you give that speech from Jürgen and say you are underdogs in this lads you're mm. not yous have been playing fairly crap let's be honest you're nowhere near top four well you're eight points off it which is several wins like but maybe you say to him go and prove to everyone you can top the group go and get someone not easy but you know someone you'd like to come up against and then we can go from there because there's a load more games after this you need to also pace yourself through them as well
2: yeah it's, it's a shame to not know this at, at this stage because obviously this is one of those things where you're wrapped up so you can you can kind of put it to bed and, we, and there is a degree to that you know Klopp kind of intimates that with the the press conference Mm -hmm. and being through already makes a big difference and I think a lot of that might matter in how we substitute not necessarily how we start I don't think I think we'll probably go we'll we'll approach it with 60 minutes as we would any game Mm -hmm. we'll play 60 minutes trying to win it and then we'll go there'll almost be there'll be the standard two to three pre-programmed fitness based substitutions (laughs) and then there'll be another two or three which will be game state dependent and he can decide oh is there a benefit here to just just pushing a little bit harder and going and get it
3: done? Uh, yeah, I agree with that. And Klopp's done that in the past when we've qualified in top spot. Obviously, we've turned that team to Denmark and he went pretty strong. And obviously, we lost Jota on the back of that. So, probably, yeah. probably regrets it in many ways. But yeah, I think Klopp, judging by the press conference, feels like he owes it a, to the players in terms of like we need the performance. Whether it turns out to be 3-0 or not and enough to get us through, so be it. But if we win the game, that's another confidence boost. Yeah. We could go hell for leather, not get the free goal swing that we need, but we win the game. Happy days. And also, it kind of sounds as if you thought, we owe it to the fans, a full Anfield, a European night, like Chloe references earlier. Like, we're capable of anything. We've seen that on a day. And like you say, Paul, we, we've been in worse situations and come out on top. Yeah. I don't think it's likely, but I feel like Klopp, won't just throw in the towel because it's not his style. No, and it, look, and also your point is interesting. It keeps the, it
2: does, it's important. It keeps the wolf from the door. The reason why I'm so zen and I'm not frothing at the mouth about the whole thing, Hey, because I don't see any points, you know what I mean? It's just yeah. ultimately it's my football team. I'm annoyed but me being really angry about it doesn't make the this situation any difference. It's just, it's just giving more fuel to my own <laughs> anger and making yeah. my life a bit more miserable. But also, I'm not as arsed because I was in Amsterdam last week and I watched us put a really good performance in. I was at Anfield the week before, I watched us beat Man City with a really good performance. So at the moment, we're not good enough to win back-to-back-to-back games, which is which we're going to need to figure out at some point. But I don't think we can afford to be picky with where we where we go for our wins. Um so yeah, you're right. We might not have it have it in us to go and win three, and we will get the the correct result mm-hmm. to get us to top spot. But we've we've got to go out and try and win this game. We've got to go out and give it our best because we, Tottenham we could be at our best at the weekend. We could have all, we could put all our best players in, and Tottenham could just beat us because Tottenham are a good team with a good manager. And then all of a sudden, you've not get you've not give it all. And then you go and lose the Spurs, and then yeah. you've lost three games on the bounce, and that's a proper that's a proper worry. So that would be father one thing I want to ask you, Chloe just looking at Napoli's fixtures, which I've not I've not really considered up until this point, because we're, we're very lost on how good they are, and yeah. you know, and and how they, you know, they're the they're the informed team, and they'll want to top the group, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. They've got Atalanta on Saturday, um, who are of course second in the in, in Serie a at the moment, with their nearest, as mentioned, their nearest sort of opponents on that. They've got an opportunity to port. What did I say before? that, that potentially make that an eight-point mm-hmm. gap at the top of the league, that will be part of their focus too. And that's one thing that might play into our hands a little bit of where do they go? How much do I really want to commit to this game? Because let's be honest, Napoli don't get to the round of 16 very often. They've they're, they're, Them being so they really haven't got much to, there's no more to really more for them to win, if that makes sense.
4: Yeah, I think it, it's hard to, it's hard to pick and choose because when we were going up against Manchester City, you just said to your players, look, we need you to get through it twice this week. We need you to... And then there might be a Southampton along the line where we can change a couple of years out, but I need you just to go for two more games. Yeah. Maybe that's what they just do with Napoli. I mean, they're already mm-hmm. a good enough team. They've got some good subs as well. There people off the bench. And maybe you say, you know, you, you, you can tell our game's going on 60. You know, whether to... OK, guys, you can just keep it in the tank if you really need... you what I will say is they're up against the Liverpool side where they'll be thinking to themselves get after them right yeah in the first five minutes you could be 1-0 up put the fear back into Liverpool because it looks like they panic every time they're under pressure and if they have that feeling about Liverpool Football Club they can go uh, they, they already beat us 4-1 and it was quite relaxing for them if, if they do another 60 minutes of really you know they, they could do exactly what we do where we could have five subs on yeah. the 60 mark and, and, and then they've got half a fresh team my thought is with Liverpool I don't think we have a lot of changes because of the injuries we yeah, have. Mm. So when we're all sat here, like say "Yeah, just forget about it, rest players." We can't really do that because yeah. we don't have all the players to rest.
2: Yeah, and I, I, that's why I think the sixty the sixty marks important for this game. A for a start, like stop conceding the first goal, and like <laughs> that went to ludicrous, weird new heights yeah. in, in the week um, <laughs> at the weekend because like you goalie falling over. I mean, <laughs> um, but get if we can get to sixty. And we've got a narrow lead, or it's t- it's still nil nil or yeah. whatever. That's when you're going to see how much Napoli want it, mm. and I think we're going to see how much we want it. And that's a, that's a really a, a potentially big decision point. The game could be dead and buried if we don't approach this right. Because I think you, I think you're spot on there, Chloe. If we don't, if we've not got our heads right, and they come with the same level of verve, which there's no reason why they won't. Because why why wouldn't you? Liverpool are a vulnerable a vulnerable beast. Mm there is a potential there for us to do that of like what do we do with our substitutions. And I wonder whether that might actually factor into our elevens of do we go slightly weaker from the start and then have a couple of really big, really big bangs on the bench. I don't know how quite how we make that work with who we've got available, but it's a it's a point anyway. Um all right, we're gonna go through our elevens, we're gonna get some injury updates and talk through the big decision points for the manager uh, after this very short break. Uh, we've got a trivia question is name the two players who have played for both Liverpool
4: Hello, everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in. While I've got you here for a minute, let me tell you about Redmen Plus, our amazing subscription service dedicated to all things Liverpool. Over on Redmen Plus, you will get access to the best premium content, including more podcasts that you'll enjoy. You'll get access to exclusive merch discounts, and you'll even get access to our very own Discord server and Facebook group. There's so much more to offer. To find out more, head over to www.redmenplus.com and get your subscription. Nice one, and let's get back to the show.
2: Right, sound uh, injury updates. So three still definitely out for the Reds. Um, Matip still not. I suspect is not quite there just yet. Um, Naby is in training. We know that, um, and you mentioned before Ramsey and Canate are both good to go. Canate yeah. should be good to go as well. Ramsey's forever going to be the interesting one because until I see him play a game of football for us, he's not a Liverpool player. <laughs> but I think. One of the decisions I've seen, and I I did, I pretty much blacked out social media over the weekend, had a good day yesterday playing computer games and and relaxing and not talking or thinking about football, but when I did, I did see a couple of bits, I couldn't stay away uh, enough, unfortunately, and I saw a lot of people critiquing the Trent for Milner or the Milner for Trent substitution. Um, I mean... (sighs) that's where we're at you know he's our back right back and he's done a good job there <laughs> you know particularly against Manchester City mm-hmm. but the Ramsey thing at some point and you, you imagine that it'll be Derby next week it'll be the one that he's definitely he's yeah. definitely um, pencilled in for but that would be an interesting shout at some point in this game and whether he's that give him 10 minutes at the end of the game because if it's, it's will no I think, by ten, with 10 minutes to go, what type of football match it is.
3: Oh, yeah, absolutely. I was surprised we didn't see him in Amsterdam Max, last week because Bridgetich mm. came on with sort of half an hour to go and I spoke to Neil here last week, Neil Jones, and I think we both said we were expecting... Ramsey to almost be the next one off the bench you know he never happened and then he was included he played for the under-21s um, on the weekend wasn't part of our match Day squad again then scored actually for the under-21s so he's impressing clearly in the youth stuff and I just want to see him I just yeah. want to see him at some point and in many ways you know if this game is wrapped up one way or the other likely to be sort of petering out into nothing with Liverpool not getting first that's just the way it's likely to go I'm a realist yeah. it'd be really good to see Ramsey and I think seeing Ramsey ahead of Milner as the right back would be a positive thing to take from the game really yeah
4: yeah it would and also I don't want to crap on anyone but um Milner is an option for midfield if if you really need to take out, I mean, I don't know where Henderson's at, he, I thought he had a lot of intensity when he came on, um, Fabinho's nowhere near it, I, 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 I wouldn't ask him to go again, Thiago didn't look great on the weekend but he's just coming back from injury so if you need to rotate them at any point Milner's your option for midfield as well in that team, you don't look happy about it and I I, I wouldn't want it to happen potentially but if you needed to rotate, then I would understand why. The,
3: the problem we've got in midfield for this is that Kater and Doctor Chamberlain both can't play. Yeah. yeah, that's a huge sort of ever in many senses. Yeah, that we've made. in Well, we was
2: cop referenced it last week, didn't he? So mm. basically, I was told they'd be out longer, and it's it's just. <laughs> Steve put it. I was part of one of Steve's many hyper negative <laughs> pill tweets in the last couple of weeks, but. That, like the fitness department looks at looks a shambles at Liverpool you know going back to the fact that you know the, the doctor the club doctor left in the summer still hasn't been replaced we are having injury injuries galore and that is just a huge like at the bare minimum it's a massive clerical error you know what I mean where you, somebody's somebody's looked at and some numbers and added them up wrong mm. and the idea that like I mean it was referenced to cater if fact it was it's on injury room I mean, this it, it says about cater um on the 21st of October, Yeegum was quoted saying he was only involved in part of training but will be from Monday uh, from Monday on he will be involved in full training after the forest game but Nabi especially needs time mm. and that strikes me that they obviously have to be careful with that but you can't help but still go down the conspiracy theatre at rabbit hole with Nabi Cater and you know if he's if, if there is a problem with Naby he'll be nowhere near he'll be nowhere near the Liverpool team in the neck before the World Cup because 'cause they'll just be they'll they'll keep him they'll keep him shut. Yeah. The idea that Ox is backing in contentions, mad that he should, he should be available when you know. He, he wouldn't be used injury. anyway if
4: he was available. I'm um, absolutely. Oh. He, he wasn't used against Leeds. You came on against Nottingham Forest and played in a position I've never... I've just not seen him play before. What
2: um, oh, Europe your... a team, team in blue. We play,
3: we play, you play up front against Genk. That'd be a... We, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
4: Oh, great. <laughs> no, I'm just not too sure. Um, it's
3: still an oversight, though, to your point earlier about not having the options to sort of rotate. Like, he would be an option to rotate. And he I, would be,
4: but we're, we're, I just don't know whether Jurgen Klopp likes him enough, to so be perfectly honest. Yeah. I've just got to be honest. And
3: that's that's one other fact, factor that we don't
2: know about this, and this is me. This is there's nothing there's no basis for this. This is me just pulling on a conspiracy thread. You two surplus to requirements saleable assets mm-hmm. are Nabi and Alex oxlade Chamberlain and you would be wanted to make sure that they get through to the January transfer yeah. window fit and available and you, know, and you know unfortunately with both of them you don't get to choose where and when their injuries come but there is a little bit to that of like you wouldn't want to do anything I remember famously Rafa Benitez telling me about um, being at Inter Milan and and he walked in and he just didn't fancy Balotelli at all and Balotelli was coming back from injury I think and he said he was on the, he was on the exercise bikes so He's going "Boss, should I go out and go out and train he's like no 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 stay on the bikes Mario <laughs> yeah. stay on the bikes because he just couldn't risk him picking up picking up anything but I think it's probably doing a bit of a disservice to, to Ox you know, you, you know I, like him. I, I, I like I like him too I just don't he's just He's not really what we need at the moment. I don't know because I don't know what fo- what type of footballer he is anymore. I don't know. He's not going to play. I can't see him playing in a two in midfield. Nope. He nope. can certainly play in one of the wide positions if we need to. And we, he's done a passable job playing in the false nine on a, on a, a couple of opportunities for us. I mean, maybe there's that. You know, I talk about having having big bangs left on the bench. maybe, maybe you put your starting in that in one of the two up front. And that keeps back Nunez for the later half of the game, or Salah back for the later half of the game, or Bobby or something. Then mm. you've got someone who's got a, carries a bit of fear factor because that was our problem against Forest, and we've then seen it against Leeds is you're chasing a game, and you are throwing centre halves up front, and you are pulling the goalie up for corners, and you bring in Oxford Chamberlain as a nine. I'm sorry, but if I'm a team defending, you know, defending a lead, and I, and, and you've seen that
3: coming on, you are going... Phew. Yeah. happy days it's gotten easier for us and that that's part of the problem being like in our sort of lull at the moment is that we are having to sort of send out our best 11 certainly when it comes to Premier League games and if opposition Forest and Leeds in particular are dealing with that tough to the hour mark they're kind they must be going mentally going we've dealt with the best they've got here yeah. they've got nothing else to come like that bench there's some talent on there in terms of Carvalho's and Curtis Jones's of this world but realistically if we've dealt with Salah, Nunes, and Firmino we're laughing. Whereas in previous weeks gone by or earlier really the season it was Diaz and Jota potentially to come on and then you're thinking, God, we've kept these out for an hour, it's just gonna get harder. That's gone a little bit now. The thing yeah.
4: the thing with Oxford, I, I thought against Nottingham Forest was that we just didn't have any width. and we saw it again against Leeds. I was like, who the hell is on the left here? And it was just Robert, all game, which is fine if we're creating enough chances and we're in the spaces we need to be, but we didn't make the pitch big enough, which just made it was it, it easier. Firmino was nowhere to be seen at times, got phased out, which is why in those games, you might as well try Ox or and just say, last 10, 15 minutes, let's change it. It's not been working, add something else, give them something else to think about. It goes about. back
2: to it, though, this is the problem with changing formation, is that at the moment we are, I think we're, I think we're hitting teams with the surprise factor. I think we certainly did that in Ajax. I think they, they weren't prepared for us to line up the way they did. I think a similar kind of thing happened with Rangers and, and Man City. But good teams catch up pretty quickly. It's not hard to go, you know, well, they've changed to like a four-two-four. So teams go, okay, well, let's just watch how they did that and then let's move our men accordingly. Mm-hmm. So because it's not trained, it means that we're, I mean, look, all of Pep Liners' this book is about, doesn't really matter because our team is so good they figure it out on the pitch, but they're not doing that at the moment. We we're not we're not well drilled and we haven't got the players seemingly or with the fitness levels to be able to handle any given situation. So we're in an awkward position where moving Salah Central has now robbed us of all of our pace down that right down the right hand side Elliott is is absolutely quality Mm -hmm. but you're asking a 19 year old lad to be at the the top of his game each and every week which is not what 19 year old lads bring to football teams they'll care so sorry for him but he he had five minutes of looking absolutely electric and then he played a couple of bad passes and it's like his head went and he really struggled to fight fighting against himself Mm -hmm. after that Um, so it's a bit of a it is a bit of a a bit of a mess I'm not the Ox thing I think is probably a decent shout I wouldn't be against just chucking if you're going to play Salah Central put ox left or right? I'd,
4: I'd, I'd like Harvey Elliott off the left as well, like a natural left old footer. school
2: four four two, left footed on, on, on the left hand side. Darwin
4: up top with the bang in the main headers. Absolutely, give yeah, me
2: that. I know, but <laughs> it's
4: not going to happen. No,
2: but now, now, um, on the formation <laughs> stuff, then, Darwin, much you reckon persist with the, the diamond or go back to 4 4 or back to four three three? I
3: can't sit here and sit. Advocate for that diamond again. I can't <laughs> honestly. And I know you're right about the Ajax thing and the Amsterdam performance. and 3 0 away win in Europe, you know, perfection in many senses guarantees your spot in the last 16. That diamond isn't it for me. And like, to Chloe's point earlier about the left hand side, it's far too vacated. Like Nunes quite clearly doesn't want to do it out there. For me, no, obviously not. And Salad, the opposite. So. It just is a bit messy. It's like there's some footballers go and do it. That, diamond, if that doesn't work. It leaves work. a
2: space that compromises what we're trying to be careful with and that's keeping the door shut. Mm. And the problem I found, because I, I, I was trying to figure out what we were doing in Ajax from the, from the corner of the pitch up high, <laughs> which is, you know, not not the easiest of things. But I thought for a long period we were back to four three three. I didn't quite clock that it was a diamond. Mm-hmm. But all I, I would rather, well, if we're playing four three three, the problem is here. Trent should be 30 yards higher up on the right-hand side, and he's not mm-hmm. because he's clearly been, you know, stay, stay, stay in your lane, stay in the back four, make sure we stay, we stay compact. That's the thing that's lacking. You play midfield, that diamond, it's so narrow. Mm. And you do, you lose. Your, your width has got to come from your full backs. But the problem is with the diamond is it leaves, it's a lone six. And then you're asking midfielders to come in and sit in alongside, which you can do, but then it, it's just a fucking mess. It is not a formation at the moment that fits what we need to do because... We, Darwin Nunes seemingly can't play on his own in a 4 up 3 up front. So we're trying to find a way to kind of make that work. Salah, when we were playing at 4 3 at the start of the season, we'd done what we did, but he was too far away from mm-hmm. goal. So at least Salah's closer to goal here. So we're getting a little bit more out of him. He looks well more dangerous. But the midfield balance is all over the place. Fabinho seemingly can't play in the six <laughs> on his own at, at the moment because he's just all at sea, mm-hmm. late to every tackle, yes. you know. Um,. I, yeah, I I, I honestly, I, my only thing is I would just say go back to four three three and stick it out and I don't quite know what that looks like, that's, you know, but it's it's the most tried and tested of what we've got we're not getting any more consistency from anything
3: else we've done yeah. No, I absolutely agree, I said it before the City game, I don't want to sort of like wise after the event sort of, but I have to go back to four three three and just get back to basics because the form isn't there these players aren't in peak form at all. You can't be changing formation while they're like this because they're not playing very well. Mm-hmm. If you're not playing very well and then trying something new on top of it, it's just looking messier and messy for me. I just don't like it.
4: Yeah, thoughts? 4-2-4. Four, four. Yeah. I might, I might as well at this point, to be perfectly honest with you. Um, 4 3 wasn't working at the start anyway like it, it just wasn't we we were conceding goals left the, right and but, yeah, but the anyway. problem
2: was with four three three is we lost we had no midfielders so we didn't have the I bodies to play I'm in, in
4: midfield well, I that's, that's true. That's, yeah. every <coughs> formation thing, has got the problem yeah with the pressing, and if we're not on the pressing, then there's a problem. I, I know the two midfielders got a bit ice. The problem with the
2: four-two-four is it's not four-two-four; it's four-four-two because <laughs> we don't own do we don't have Diaz and Jota to play up front. Yeah. Yeah. So you're asking your wide forwards to be with what three four, two from four now of Kate Carvalho, Harvey Elliott, and Oxley Chamberlain. And there's no goals in that. I mean, there is because Harvey Elliott scored a good goal last week, and Carvalho's clearly got to go. They've all got. They can all score a goal, but none of them are twenty goal a season forwards, and that's a difference. When you take lads oh, who are effectively not goal scorers and push them into goal scoring positions, mm-hmm. then you're going to see a drop off in, in in your output. And that's I, so. I, I take your, your point on this. But to my point is, I we moved away from 4-3-3 because we didn't have enough midfielders to play three in midfield. We probably still don't because we can't play. We can't play Ox. Yeah, you know, yeah. in the in this game we can't play Nabby, But it's it, it's. I don't know. It's a fucking mess. Is what I keep coming back to. There's if, not. There's no right. There's no guess right answer.
4: Four just excites me most. And when it's graft watching Liverpool Football Club already, I want something that's a little bit more exciting. That's yeah. the only way I can put it, to be honest. And. What's the point if you're trying to work on this four-two-four system to then go back to the four-three-three and just say, yeah, lads, we tried that, it doesn't work, it's crap. Let's go back to what we we were doing last year, what we did at the start of the season. He's either now he's just got to pick a formation and go with it yeah. because changing formations week in week out is it's, it's just a little bit confusing.
2: I wouldn't be against it if we want to rotate things around. I want to. I'd like to see Carvalho in one of the two yeah. central positions. If I'm honest, I don't. He doesn't feel a natural fit for that level Left-hand side because he's never really played it. He constantly wants to drift inside. Mm. If you wanted to give Bobby a little bit of a break, if we're sticking with what we're doing, you know, like a diamond or even four-four-two, stick, put Salah back on the right, try Carvalho up alongside Nunes and keep Bobby back, or similarly, just do Just I don't know. There's not tons. There are just are not tons of options in there. I really don't know. I, you know, I really, honestly, I, it's mad. It's genuine mad because I said we haven't bought for we haven't bought for any of these formations. No. You can go, you could do four three today. You can start. You can just go back to Fabinho, Thiago Henderson, or you can put Elliott in in one of them midfield positions, or you can put Care Jones in one of those mid, midfield positions because again they've played. He's played it plenty of times. And then yeah, <sighs> sad. Um, <laughs> The F- Fabinho stuff I would be arguing in any other season, Tan, yeah, keep him fresh for definitely keep him fresh for spares because you need him in your big games. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's still technically true. Um but it's not maybe not from the way we think it is. I mean, he's played the fourth most minutes of any Liverpool player this
3: season in all comps. Mm. You can tell. Yeah. No, no, but it's true. No, you can, yeah. It's such a difficult one, Paul, because it's impossible to know what to do with him right now. You, you look at his performances and think, God, he needs a rest. But on the flip side of that, you think, God, he needs form as well. He's so integral to what we do. Yeah. You want to keep him in to get him back to any sort of resemblance of form, but then you just again you think, God, oh, he just needs a few games off if we can find it anywhere. Yeah. No. Absolutely. He's
2: again. We. But I just don't know what the answer is because he's had he's had a bit of time off. But the problem is, and again, I, I was a bit surprised at this. The Van Dyke Dijk, Van Dyke's most minutes followed by Allison. Um Mohamed Salah's third, obviously. And then it's Fabinho and then it's Trent. And Fabinho and Trent, we've clear I mean Trent had a little injury thing which took him out took him out for a bit. We've Virgil has just been we've just played Virgil back into some semblance of form, certainly improved form, if not as actual his actual level, top level. For <laughs> the, nothing quite seems to be jump starting Trent and Fabinho quite right in the same way. And Fabinho for me is the most obvious. I know Trent draws the eyes, but we are not. It's it. We're not keeping the door shut because there's no one screening the the back four properly. When we take him out, Henderson's having a better se- um, having a better season. And he's not having a great season. And Thiago's having a better season. But there's literally then two lads you trust to play in your midfield.
4: I, I just don't <laughs> I've got no answers for you. I just don't know what to do with Fabinho. His wife talking out last night on Twitter. Which
2: is is this for the polit- political stuff. Yeah, the <laughs> it was
4: brilliant stuff, to be fair. Yeah. Both of them are having a solid time <laughs> on Twitter and everywhere else. Um I've said it for a couple of weeks, I'd keep Fabinho away. As far away as you can from, from the starting eleven at this moment. But my only problem is is if there's a game where I need to give rotation to people, I'd probably p- play Fabinho then to be honest, because I'd probably want henderson Thiago to, to go against Spurs. Yeah. That, that'd that be my mm. midfield too if, if we're playing 4 4 So maybe I'd put Fabinho in and maybe it's a game where no one really does anything. Maybe we they, they know the one top spot. Maybe Liverpool know that they can't really score three goals and we just sound, whatever. Get 60, 70 minutes under your belt. Doing whatever, um, but for, it's, it's just smart. One of the best CDMs, defensive midfielders. So DMC. sorry. Um, uh, yeah, <laughs> well, well, one of the best <laughs> midfielders. <Number> six. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there's four different ways to say it. Um Holder. And feels, it feels it feels like he's fell off a cliff. I just don't know what that what's happened to Fabinho because he used to be the reason we pinned people back, yeah. recycled the ball, went again and he just got that he tired. Couldn't you couldn't get the everything.
2: ball round him because his telescopic legs are reaching it. You couldn't get it over him because he's six foot three and oh, he was yeah. good in the air. And if you he went, went head to head with him, he was more aggressive and more
3: strong so he'd so he beat you to it. And,
4: and he'd also take a tactical foul which no one's doing this season as
3: well. Uh, yeah. It was his reading of the game, sorry, it was his reading of the game as well It was so superior to everybody else's and that seems to be where it's gone first. Couple that with the fact his physicality he's took a couple of steps down as well. He's, he's quite literally all over the place. I wouldn't be a gay given Stefan Badgetich this
2: one to be, to be perfectly honest if you put put him alongside Thiago and even if it's only for 45 minutes and just that way you're putting a bit more back into Henderson's tank if if, if the game is still goalless at half time then you've given yourself a 45 minute chase there when you can put Fabinho and, and Henderson on if you want and decide what formation you want to go from there and then both of them should be then capable of being fresh for the, for the, for the weekend if you need them but it just, we said this the lads who are suffering most are the ones who haven't got the competition. Mm-hmm. And, the, you know, there is no one still who you'd go. You, even if Fabinho's in crap form, if you were playing one man anchor in the midfield, you'd still choose Fabinho for that because he's still our specialist. He's still the guy who's who best on his day, best at doing that. But I, I must be baffling, it must be genuinely baffling for the, for the management team sometimes, mm-hmm. just looking at them going. Or they know again, and, and they can't—they can't openly come out and say they're all goosed because we've got pre-season wrong, mm. or for a variety of other variety of other reasons. But it, I'm just—I'm mean, i sure everyone is at home, just kind of like scratching heads, looking at going, like, what, "What? What? Whatever you need, whatever he needs, give, give it to him." Yeah. Like, and unless they are just thinking, get to the get to get to the winter, you'll mm. go to the world, you'll go to the World Cup, but probably won't play loads, and maybe that's enough to give him a bit of a kick. But. I don't know, I, uh, yeah. I, I could think of a million reasons why faminio's not on it, from his wife's a bit <laughs> f- fascist shagger like you know what I mean, to, to he, he wants to make sure that he's fit to play in a World Cup and everywhere in between, That's, yeah, it's mad.
4: You, you know what's mad though? The, the competition thing, I think's massive there because I think robo has been one of our best players so far this season, or at least in the last couple of weeks. And mm-hmm. why? Because when he was out, Costa stepped up a little down. bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Luis Diaz, he was still in the the part of, OK, I've still only just joined. I need mm-hmm. to give Sutton here. Then we brought our Nunes in, who could play left wing if needed. OK, we had Jota there as well. Luis Diaz was on form. Jota came in and I didn't mind him. Nunes looks like he's fighting for Sutton because he's only just came here. So the players who actually look like... They've, I mean, Alison Becker doesn't really need to yeah, prove anything, yeah. but he's still unbelievable. Yeah. But that competition's massive because our best <clears> players <throat> so far this season are players who... If you rotated it and put a Jotter in, or put a Costas in, Firmino, Nunes, Salad up top, you'd think, oh yeah, go for it. Happy mm. with that? Happy with that rotation? Yeah. Every other part of the pitch where you are like, nope, Tiago's got to go in every game. No, nope, Henderson or fabinho has got it. There's there's no competition there yeah. to, to fight for them.
2: Yeah, Canarte can being battle helpers with a lot of the, a lot of things that we're trying to do as well. You know, you could just do with him having a run. If he could just play every game between now and the and the break, I think we we would we, see us being just a better outfit as a result of it. I think Gomez has been okay. I like I like Joe Gomez. I got a lot of time for him. But there's a reason he looks like our fourth straight so centre half at this point. Um, mm-hmm. We do need we just need something. And again, I, I, there's too many intangibles, and unfortunately, we're all filling it with filling those gaps with everything everything we've dreamt up along the way, and none of them can be disproven. They're all, they're all perfectly perfectly valid. We'll just need to win some football matches and see how we uh, see where we stand. Um, we're going to take a short break. We had a couple of uh, people join us as members here on YouTube, Frantic4 uh, and The Axe both joined us. Won the kids. Thank you so much for that. Scott Hawke sent us a super chat, which I will just quickly locate. Um, and he says, um, a sinus infection and the team are competing for my biggest headache at the moment. Uh, I hope we don't worry too much about Napoli. Get through the next two weeks and hire a doctor to get us back in shape for the new year. Yeah, I think we might need one of them as well, to be honest. Um, so yeah, yeah, that, uh, it's just you just don't want the season to be dead and buried. Now the good thing is is that we, Champions qualification is assured. You can make that a better prospect by giving yourself an easier draw by topping this topping this group. And as I say, hopefully that, that still exists in possibility because we're only a couple of weeks ago from everyone saying we were going to get dicked everywhere from Man City and we beat them. So you know we know it's, we certainly know it's possible. Um, but yeah I I, I, I yeah, I just want to know I want the league to, I want the league to be as healthy as it can possibly be and that's what follows so I can't help but feel on edge about having to play a football match that technically doesn't matter mm-hmm. anyway right short break and then we're going to be picking our 11 season in a sec
1: Hey, you wonderful podcast listener. Get back to the show very, very shortly. Just want to give you a heads up about our merchandise store, redmenmerch.com. Go over there, check it out. Some amazing T-shirts, books, gifts, absolutely everything you need for the Liverpool fan in your life or indeed just to treat yourself. So yeah, head on over to redmenmerch.com. Check out the amazing products that we've got on offer. I'm sure you'll love them and I'm sure you're going to love the rest of this show too.
2: 11s then I don't there's
3: not tons of choice here is this but we'll see what we guys fall down on Dan what are you going for yeah well Ali and goal obviously sure. um just on the point with second of Chloe I think he's actually fighting for Brazil's number one shirt to be honest that's with you brilliant. I think that's a part of the reason he's been so superb yeah. um but yeah also so I go Trent at right back uh, just Trent at right back mm-hmm. I've been canate back in um yeah. alongside Virgil van Dijk I will be going Simakas for this one that's yeah. just a little bit of rotation it doesn't diminish our levels too much um I'll be going back to four three three yeah, and like aforementioned so I'd be Henderson in the six yep. just to give Fabinho that bit of rest Elliot and Thiago I'd be Curtis Jones from the left hand side of a three okay. and I'd be Nunes and Salah alongside interesting I wasn't expecting that, that was more. In- that,
2: there's more talking points in there than I thought it <laughs> was going to be excellent
4: um, I'd stick with the 4 2 because I don't see him going back to the four-three-three, and that's mm-hmm. the only reason Ali in goal Trent, Canate, Virg, Costas Fabinho in there Alongside um, maybe Henderson, if he can go again. Uh, My front falls where it gets a little bit mad. I'd put Carvalho in behind Roberto Firmino with Nunes off the left and Harvey Elliott on the right. Salah won't want to miss out. But if Salah needs a break, uh, to be fair, no, he's not going the World Cup. Salah on the right.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, yeah. Sure, there's got to be something you know. Freshness is definitely a, a, definitely a consideration in this. But you're right. We're now in the world of everything's a bit like oh, we should... That's <laughs> the toffee boys are having good fun. Um, I think we will. I think we will end up back at four three three mm-hmm. uh, before too long. It's just whether we're doing it now, and, and, I, and I just. The reason why we'll, we'll likely stick with two up top, whether that's as a diamond or four or four four two four two four, is because the two lads most likely to score goals are Darwin Nunes and Mohamed Salah, and having them closer to the, the goal is seems to be the answer. Like we'll just hopefully score our way out of trouble for a few for a couple of weeks. If but I I I would go. I I I kind of agree with you, Dan. To be honest, I would probably go. Henderson in the six, Tiago as a three, Tiago on the left. I'd go Curtis Jones right of the three, and then I would go mm-hmm. Car. Oh Christ, Carvalho, Firmino, and Salah, and keep Nunes on the bench. Just, and then and you- then you've got that. Is it him as that uh, fuck it lunatic to throw on and run around for half an hour if we're mm-hmm. really chasing something?
4: Do you think he goes four three three before when you've got two weeks left? Do you think he goes back? I don't. Two but weeks the thing before?
2: is, I don't think it, they're not like they're not well trained in any in the other formations either. This is still the formation they all know best, mm-hmm. um, particularly if you've got Bobby Firmino playing in the in the nine. You know so. There's, 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 certainly that as a, as a consideration. Curtis Jones has played both sides that midfield plenty of times. It could be Elliot just as easily. He he's done it. Curtis probably it well, have done it lots more um, because of the COVID season. There's no, there's not, there's nothing to fit because for four three three, we've we've not got enough, there's no one good enough to play that left hand side in the way that we need it to be played. Yep. And again, that you need to be a fifteen minimum fifteen goal a season forwards to play in, front, in a front three for Liverpool mm-hmm. and we haven't got anyone who, who is that to play from the left maybe maybe you could again we could do something wild and put Nunes out there I guess but to do a four, 4-2-4 four, again you just put midfielders on the, on the in the wide positions and if you're going to do that you might if you're going to play Curtis Jones left in like a four then you might as well just play him in, in a midfield three because at mm. least he's played there I think he's got potential to be good on the left of a a left of a fork, or a left, or a left either attack on midfield because he's got that skill set, but he's not trained that for years. He no. did that for the under twenty ones, but he's not been doing it for the senior team. Everything involves an element of like, it's like you're robbing percentages from somewhere on the pitch to put someone in some in some other position. Four three three for me feels like our players were bought for that. They were trained for that, and maybe you compromise. I know we can't do ox. I've said. I've, I've contradicted myself about five times during the show. But <laughs> you know, you, you know, if you have to, that in, in at the weekend, if you have, if you want to just play ox in the front three, you'll do that because he did that last January for us as well. Let us know.
4: It was already hard to predict a, a Liverpool starting lineup and a formation. You know, earlier on in the season, never mind a game. Where half of us just think, rest everyone in the other half. Mm-hmm. Think no, go for it. Um, yeah, it's pretty impossible to know what Jurgen's going to do. I,
3: I actually really like the four-two-three-one as a formation. I actually think it is something that does work for Liverpool, or could work certainly in the future. I don't have any sort of ill feeling towards it. I just think, given the state that we're in in terms of availability and form, I think reverting to type in the four-three-three, like you said, is what we know best. It's what we do, and you just ask your key players, your Henderson, your Virgil Van Dijk, your Salahs, to to do their role and to do it well and yeah. I, that sounds so simple to say but i think we're at that now and i think trying to throw a different formation at it whether it be 4 4 or whatever just confuses matters even more and that's certainly how it looks at the minute they're trying to get form back whilst also trying to play in a completely different manner and it's just not happening in the yeah. slightest so and you are right it's a little bit sort of square pegs round holes in terms of curtis jones on the left hand side that could easily be carvalho by the way in my yeah. line quite yeah. quite easily but i think jones could do it i not a huge fan I'm well documented Not being a huge fan Of Nunes doing it I'm mm-hmm. not entirely sure There's a future in that I think he has to be central You're wasting so.
2: him as a, as a forward option By putting him out Massively so well. yeah, that, that, That's where we're at And that's just The unfortunate situation Where we're at Is Salah doesn't feel Great from the right hand side This season Firmino could, but We're well past Firmino Playing either side Of a front three <laughs> Years Years past that <laughs> Nunes clearly better, better through the middle than out than out wide although you know we, we could do Against worse and City try that
4: though, I thought he was he came on and he was ragging mm. them and, and
2: that's maybe but that maybe that's something we're talking cameos just, yeah, yeah. I think I
4: don't know what's good I just don't I've had enough <laughs>
2: yeah. no no we, yeah, we, we genuinely I think everyone's kind of feeling you can see it. It, it Just just? do we and I don't want the World Cup bollocks the World Cup the and, um, World Cup can eat a careless, shit as far as I'm concerned but, but you know I just want to watch to Liverpool get play and be better but yeah. it's just yeah we're all at that point I think we can all all safely say we're all having our heads done in and it, we're turning our anger on all kinds of random things as a result because there's got to be a reason it's got to be someone to blame for why Liverpool are like they are you know because they've taken this, this slip down but yeah. Liverpool, the players. It's ultimately for me. It's the, it comes down to the players, you know. And, and you know whether that's because we needed more. The ones that we've got, we have still got footballers there. They can still dig deep and find ways to go. I just, I just look at them, and if they can't for any physiological reason, then I feel sorry for them. Well, then come out and kind of say, I, I'm going to have that opinion until someone taps yeah. me politely on the shoulder and says, "Here's the spreadsheet that says here's why here's what they can and can't do," and I could be understanding with that, but. The fact that they get, they're getting outrun in every other game mm-hmm. says to me that they're, they're, they're running on empty. I don't know. And unfortunately, you're left with random situations. Seeing someone in the comments saying, Trent moving Trent into midfield, I'm bang up for trying that. But you need Calvin Ramsey fit. If you're going to do that, and the problem with putting him in we've not bought him as a solid right back we've bought him as an attacking right back so is he going to solve our defensive issues I've got no idea maybe he will maybe he's the complete right back and we found (laughs) an absolute star you know but there's odds are he's probably a bit raw he's probably got loads of exciting stuff going on going forward but might need a bit more trading than the other thing and then you're just opening up another can of worms and ruining a young player for, for pushing him in too soon it's a fucking nightmare it's a fu- and it's not because I mean well, this seems well worse off than us but we in the round of 16 of the Champions League, and yeah, we've got are um, be fun. boss players. But
4: you don't need to get off foot if you're in the Champions League. You know what I mean? Keep saying this. Yeah, yeah that's what, what happened in
2: 2005?
3: Where's the finalist? Oh yeah, I try yeah.
4: Well,
2: some- I, I made that point <laughs> at the weekend because on Twitter that. Because I, I, it's I said it had COVID season vibes, and it had a bit of like two thousand nine, two thousand ten vibe to it as well, where we, our league forms took a hit in the first five games, and it absolutely capsized what we were doing. We lost more in the early stages than we'd done in like the seasons, entire seasons prior previous to this. But this has got deal four hundred five vibes because we just couldn't do two games. We no. could, we, we we I think we had. There's one spell in the entire season where we won three league games back to back, but every time we get a couple of good results, you draw a couple and you lose one, and that's top, it's top. It's like between fourth and seventh form when mm-hmm. you when you like that, but but that's what's the most infuriating and hard to judge where Liverpool are is. We we can beat Man City, and we can beat Ajax, and we can snot Rangers. We can go into these big environments and big atmospheres and go and find ways to dig deep. We're clearly capable of doing it, but there's just that, for whatever reason, we just now can't do it week in, week out. But I was talking to my dad, it used to be said, the winning two games of football a week was really hard. Mm-hmm. They used to, we used to always say the European hangover. Teams always would have a really big result in midweek, whether it was Tuesday, Wednesday or Thursday, and then they'd struggle at the weekend. Mm-hmm. And we don't talk about that anymore because we've had four years where we've basically been impeccable yeah. every game, twice a week, and our biggest meltdown to where we might draw two games back-to-back in that period. But that's where we're at as a team. We're not. We're no longer a 90-plus point team not this mm. season anyway with no. with all the things going on we're not a shit team there's not I don't think there's a catastrophic problem at liverpool it's just that we're, we're just a we're just a normal good team
3: oh uh, yeah 100% yeah and you're dead right like We've been near perfection, haven't we, for so long. To see us as we are now, is a little bit of a shock to the system in many ways. But there have been teams, not just Liverpool, but uh, Liverpool have done it enough times, but had the league form's been a little bit patchy, but they've gone on this crazy run in Europe and they've ended up winning it or getting the final, whatever it might look like. And they've almost had to sacrifice their league form at some point during the season. And yeah. listen, we yeah. may well be in that boat at some point further down the line if we do manage to get through the, the, the last 16 and we're suddenly in the last eight. Yeah. We might have to take a look at the league and go. Do you know what? Eggs in the basket time. We've done that as Liverpool fans numerous times before. So, yeah. yeah, we may well get there. But like you say, we're capable of these epic performances and displays, especially in Europe. Down the years, that we might just have to do that. It'd be nine times, a yeah. more. You, yeah. know, you never know. We are capable of that. It sounds crazy when you look at the results. I think no, not this side. But- you wouldn't be. Back, you, I wouldn't be putting my house on it. But I also wouldn't be. You
2: know what I mean? Like I. I but I wouldn't also against not it put money on. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't. Yeah, yeah. But I wouldn't be against putting a, a chunk, of, a chunk of change on it. You know what I mean? Just out of, out of, you know, out of interest. A um, couple of fixtures, uh, or oh, the fixtures of note, uh, also in the Champions League. Early kickoffs on Tuesday: uh, Porto, Atletico Madrid, uh, Leverkusen versus Bruges. Again, that'll be interesting to see where the Bruges can top. Mm. Top that group and potentially put them into, into our pot Bayern, Inter, uh, obviously, us Napoli is the 8 o'clock uh, on Tuesday, Marseille, Tottenham, Rangers, Ajax, uh, Plitzen, Barcelona, Sporting versus Frankfurt, and then on Wednesday, Real, Celtic, Shakhtar, Leipzig, Milan, Salzburg, Maccabi, Haifa, Benfica, Copenhagen versus Dortmund, uh, Man City versus Sevilla, Juventus, PSG, um, and Chelsea versus Dinamo, Zagreb. Let's like the Chelsea thing a good example of that as well isn't it you know these good, really good results in the week and then got absolutely mm. pantsed by the, uh, in the Premier League
3: anywho you uh, know with
4: we did Spurs, Spurs have a chance not to go through those they be? could finish
3: bottom I think yeah, I think yeah. They could still finish bottom, so perhaps. that could make life
4: feel a little bit better if we had Marseille and Sporting well, as two I, I wouldn't like to go yeah, to Marseille just, to be honest but yeah. Frankfurt as well isn't the yeah, potentially
3: yeah. just done that as well Top it does away. give Spurs a must win game heading into our game yes you yeah. know what I mean so that's a positive to take yeah. from it yeah, oh, absolutely yeah. yeah completely agree on that I also
4: one. don't know whether you did your trivial answer I'm not going to lie
2: spot on Chloe well done well done Um I asked
4: <laughs> <laughs> so many so many
2: moons ago yeah. uh, today the two players to have played for both Liverpool and Napoli and the answers
4: are De Senna.
2: and Pepe Reina yeah Absolutely well done. Give yourselves a big pat on the back if you got that one right <laughs> <laughs> half an hour half ago. An hour uh, sad. Uh, right, yeah, thank you uh, for joining us on this one. We'll get your score predictions and then we'll head out. What do you reckon? Liverpool win 2 1. Yeah.
4: Cool. I was going to say 2 1, but I'll go 1 0 then for Liverpool.
2: I will take then. I don't take, I won't be happy with it, but 3 1. Okay. Because, I mean, this is very. How well, what
4: heartbreak do you want us no, to No, I know, but that's,
2: but that's what we're at. But it's not, it's not that it's heartbreak, more like there's a bit of a climb to it. You know what I mean? I want us, I either want us to do it or us to win and it be enough that you can go, oh. Hmm. I don't want to be disappointed. I don't want to be truly disappointed on it, but I want it to be as close to be the thing as possible. So you're taking positives from it. Being able to score goals is a big is a big positive. The one it's one of the things that we're lacking right now. We're just not being clinical enough in front of goals. So yeah, take that, um, albeit through gritted teeth. Right, sound. Um, let us know your thoughts, your 11s and your score predictions in the con- uh, comment section underneath. Uh, if you listen to this on podcasting apps and you want more podcasting quality content in your ears uh, you can head to redmenplus.com and get that, as well as the video content as well but yes, um, guys thank you so much for joining us an absolute pleasure. Uh, the watch along will be on Tuesday night with Steve and Eddie and Chris and Chloe, you got the game? Cool. Of course. Of course. Uh, of course we'll be at the game uh, as well so yeah, check us out post-match and have a boss week if you want more, an extra Redmen podcast each and every week, but you're unsure what the best platform for it, well, the best platform is, of course, redmenplus.com. But if you are absolutely married to Spotify, if you cannot live without Spotify in your life, you can get the Red Men Plus podcast there now. Simply search for us on there, sign up through there, and you'll be able to access all of the new weekly podcasts from Red Men Plus directly in your Spotify app.